Well, glad you all came out tonight uh, for corporate prayer. I want to go ahead and get started. And, um, you know, different. we start different ways uh, and do different things and have different direction. Uh, but I want to read this. And this was um, a treasury of prayer. Uh, this is actually the best of Ian Bounds. It was compiled by a man named Leonard Ravenhill. And um, and just to me, he's one of the most phenomenal, you know, uh, teachers or most revelation on prayer. And he says this, we're constantly on a stretch, if not on a strain, to devise new methods, new plans, new organizations to advance the church and secure enlargement. Um, Let me go down a little bit. Uh, It says God's plan is to make much of the man, far more of him than anything else. Men are God's method. The church is looking for better methods where God is looking for better men. What the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more and novel methods, but men whom the Holy Ghost can use, men of prayer, men mighty in prayer. The Holy Ghost does not flow through methods, but through men. He does not come on machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans, but men. Men of prayer. Um, I'm going to skip some of these things. The man makes the preacher. God must make the man. The messenger is, if possible, more than the message. The preacher is more than the sermon. The preacher makes the sermon. Um, The sermon cannot rise in its life-giving force above the man. Dead men give out dead sermons, and dead sermons kill. Everything depends upon the spiritual character of the preacher. Um, thank you, Father. There's a lot here, but I don't want to read it all. So, The preacher's sharpest and strongest preaching should be to himself. His most difficult, delicate, laborious, thorough work must be within himself. The training of the twelve apostles was the great, difficult, and enduring work of Christ. Preachers are not sermon makers, but men makers. The real sermon is made in the closet. The man, God's man, is made in the closet. His life and his profoundest convictions were born in his secret communion with God. The burden and tearful agony of his spirit, his weightiness and sweetest message were where he got from God alone. Prayer makes the man. Prayer makes the preacher. Prayer makes the pastor. The pulpit of this day is weak in praying. The pride of learning is against the dependent humility of prayer. Prayer is with the pulpit too often only official, a performance for the routine of service. Prayer is not to the modern pulpit, the mighty force it was in Paul's life or Paul's ministry. Every preacher who does, does not make prayer a mighty factor in his own life and ministry is weak as a factor in God's work and is powerless to project God's cause in the world. I mean, I could keep reading and reading, but understanding it's not, it's, it's about what we do in our personal time with God that causes us to be strong out in, in, in front of people. It's, it, it's not, it's just it goes back to that statement that he just said here a minute ago that i that I said a minute ago the man makes the preacher, God makes the man, and so it's God on our life that makes the difference in everything that we do, and it's this communion that we have with God. you know prayer is not a uh monologue, it's a dialogue. It's, you know, why do we pray? We pray to get results. We pray because it, it, is, it is God's avenue in the earth to see his will being done. And so prayer is something that we push to the side, but yet prayer is really the greatest force in our, in our lives and in our heart. And it's something that we need to continue to cultivate, not just here on corporate prayer, but every day of our lives. Because that's what's going to make your life in the long run is your communion with God, your closeness with God. And so uh, so glad you all came out tonight. And we're going to get in um, and praying. We're going to pray over our nation and start with that. Joseph, come on up. Thank you, Father. Father, we just thank you for the opportunity that we have to come together as a corporate body, as what Jesus 
declared and he said that, you know, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He said, I will build my ecclesia. I will build my governing force. The ecclesia, the, the, the called out ones, the one that's, that's come, that come together voluntarily. They come together and they would come together and they would, they would make decisions and they would roll on behalf of someone else. So, Father, I thank you that you, Jesus called us the ecclesia, the called out ones. So, Father, I thank you as we pray tonight. I thank you that we have joint partnership with you. Thank you that we, we, uh, we open our hearts to yield over to you, yield our hearts and our mouths over to you for you to pray through us that we, we aren't, we're not here to, about to pray for our own personal needs. We're not, we're not here to, to um, even uh, to pray over any wants or even desires in our lives. We're here to join our faith one with another and to pray out the perfect will of God that you have for our nation, that you have for our community, that you have for uh, our leadership as a church, that you have for our church body, our church family. So we thank you that we just humble ourselves. Lord, we, we take this position in place of humility and we recognize our need for you. And so, Lord, I ask that you just flow through us tonight in prayer, that that every prayer prayed, Father, wouldn't just be something from our head, but it'd be something from the heart of the Father. It'd be something that we come that comes from the heart of the Father, that as a group of believers, we come into agreement and we know with the power of agreement, according to Matthew, you said wherever two agree is touching anything. It would be done by our Father, which is in heaven. So I thank you, Lord, for your presence here. You said where two or three are gathered. There you are in the midst of us. So we thank you for your you being in the midst of us tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We glorify you. We worship you. We enter your gates with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praise. Hallelujah. We worship you. We praise you. We declare that you are God. You are the one true living God. Thank you that you have made us and not, we have not made ourselves. I thank you, Lord, that, that we know that you are Lord God. And, and I thank you that we are the sheep of your pasture. And we, we, we are just so grateful for, for a living God. We're so grateful that you sent Jesus. We're so grateful that, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, and we are so grateful that Jesus sent the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So we align ourselves with your word where you said, first of all, pray for all men and all those that are in authority. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Justin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you so much for this nation. Oh, hallelujah. You have an agenda. You have an agenda. I hear it again. You have an agenda, Lord. When the pilgrims came, you had an agenda, right? There were people coming. They were colonizing America. There were people coming to make money in America. But there were people that came because you had an agenda. You saw it. I mean, William Tyndall had just written the uh, New Testament in English at that time. Reformation had started earlier. The gospel was being printed in everybody's language. And then here comes America. Here comes the pilgrims to America in the name of Jesus. And you set this group of individuals. You made the Mayflower Compact. You had them sign that compact in the name of Jesus. They said that this nation, that their nation, that their group of individuals, they would dedicate themselves to the Lord. And it caught, Father. It caught and it began to grow in the name of Jesus. And then you selected men, Lord. You selected men that were educated, that believed in you and had respect for you and had fear for you in the name of Jesus. And they came together. And, Father, again, when the Constitution came together, it was called a miracle. It was a miracle. It was something that had never happened before. The country itself coming together was a miracle. You had your agenda in the name of Jesus. You continue to have your agenda. Father, I thank you for this president. I thank you for President Biden in the name of Jesus. We're seeing it, Father. We're seeing those seeds come to life. We're seeing those seeds that were planted. We're seeing them, Father. They're flaming to life in his heart in the name of Jesus. It's happening, Father. We're seeing it, Lord. 
We're seeing it in the name of Jesus. And I thank you so much for blessing this president. I thank you, Lord, that his eyes are opening. I thank you that those seeds that were planted from long ago are continuing to grow. They're manifesting. They're starting to produce fruit. We're speaking to those seeds in the name of Jesus. Those seeds that remember what this nation was established about. Those seeds that remember what this nation stood for in the name of Jesus. And his eyes are opening in the name of Jesus. He's seeing it, Lord. Those prayers that were prayed so long ago, they're coming to pass over his life. They're coming to pass over this nation in the name of Jesus. And I know, Father, that the the news media, they have their agenda, and they're going to say, and they're going to organize, and they're going to speak their words, Father. But you've got your agenda in this sliver of time. And I thank you, Lord, that you've blessed this nation. This nation is blessed in the name of Jesus. It is a prosperous nation, and it is a blessed nation because it was founded on your principles, Lord. And that's not going to change in the name of Jesus. And just like Abraham was able to intercede, Father, just like he interceded for Sodom and Gomorrah, and you heard him, Father, you heard him in the name of Jesus. Man, Lord, we are interceding right now for this nation, and you hear our voice in Jesus' name. And that's how I know this nation is not going to fall in Jesus' name. That's how I know your agenda is going to come forth in the name of Jesus. In the city of Fort Worth, over our mayor, over our city council, in the name of Jesus, over all these cities in Jesus' name, and we see the migrations happening in the name of Jesus, and we see the shaking that's occurring in Jesus' name. But we know what's going on, Father. We know what's going on. The shaking's going on because your agenda is starting to take place. And I thank you, Lord, that you're putting Daniels in place. You're putting people in positions, Father. You're, you're, you're positioning the Esthers. You're positioning the Daniels. You're positioning the Mordecais. And we receive it over this nation in Jesus' name. This nation is blessed in the name of Jesus. This nation is not going to fall in Jesus' name. This nation is blessed. Hallelujah. Let's all pray in the, the spirit. Father, I thank you for courage and boldness, Father, in the Supreme Court. I thank you for courage and boldness, Father, in state Supreme Courts and state judges in the name of Jesus. Their eyes are opening in the name of Jesus. Their eyes are opening in Jesus' name. A boldness to say what's right. A boldness to do what's right. And, Father, a courage to stand in the light. A courage to stand in the light. The courage to stand in the light. The courage to stand in the light. Oh, Father, thank you for the finances in this nation in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for the finances again. Thank you for our finances. Thank you for our finances in Jesus' name. Thank you for the strength of this economy in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, Father. There's light in Goshen in Jesus' name, and they're going to see it, and it's going to move America. It's going to change America. This nation is going to be changed by the body of Christ. We're going to move and change it. They're going to see it. We're going to see a transfer of wealth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Into the hands of the righteous. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We receive it in the name of Jesus. We receive it over this nation. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the redistricting that's going on in this community. Father, I thank you that we get selected to stand before the city council. I thank you that we get to stand before the city council in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that there's favor on our proposal in Jesus' name. I thank you that they look at it and they say, hey, look at this. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for it. Oh, yeah. And it's not a mistake, Father, that we did this in Jesus' name. Oh, you know, uh, you might not know, but um, the, the city had re- released something. They wanted to redistrict because Fort Worth had grown and they were wanting to redistrict things in a certain way. And they had outside organizations come in. But one thing they asked is for the citizens to create what they thought was good. So people submitted those. 
And so, um, so Tim submitted something and, uh, with, 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 with Linda and, uh, Linda, you can come up here also. <laughs> and, um, and so they've actually selected theirs and really asking them, the city's asking them, well, why did you draw the lines that way? Or why did you do that? And so, so stretch your hands out towards them. So father, I just thank you, Lord, that the church heritage of faith is called to influence Thank you that you, we are the, we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. I thank you, Lord, that there is, there is light on the inside of us as believers in this community. There is salt on the inside of us and that means we have influence on the inside of us. So Father, I thank you as Tim and Linda stand before the city council and stand before that board and stand before the, the, the necessary powers that be. I thank you, Lord, that they have influence on them. I thank you that they have influence, which is the power and the authority to affect, alter, or change something. Lord, I thank you that they have the tongue of the learned. I thank you as they stand before those. I thank you that you will give them the exact words, the right words, not words that, that promote uh, any one side, but they, they have words that are words of wisdom. Words of wisdom, words of wisdom, just as when Jesus spoke and they said, they, they, they said, who is this man that speaks this way? I thank you, Lord, that there will be wisdom in everything that's said. It will be said with unction. It will be said in a matter of peace. It will be said in a matter of confidence and boldness, and it will be said in love. And I thank you that, 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 that as he speaks, as they speak, I thank you that you will give them eyes to see exactly what needs to happen when this redistricting and we thank you for it lord and we come into agreement lord that 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 this will be a godly decision this will be a right decision it will be something from god it will not be a political party it will not be a a a a, a committee it will not be something of tr someone trying to push one thing or another but i thank you that there will be godly wisdom resting on this hallelujah thank you father Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We praise you for it. We thank you, Lord, that righteousness rules and reigns in our community. Righteousness rules and reigns in our community. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just thank the Lord for his righteousness rolling and reigning in our community. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, help us continue to give us strategic ideas. Strategic. Strategic ideas. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that, that, that we are strategic. I thank you that we have all the right people in all the right places as it pertains to this city, that we make a mark on this city, that, that we are the gatekeepers of this city. We are the, we are, we are the, the voices of peace in this city. We are, we, we, we take authority in this city because you gave us this authority. This is our land. This is what you've given us. And every place we place our foot, I thank you that you've given us. So we declare that no weapon formed against our, in our city will prosper. I declare there's no rioting in our cities. I thank you that there's, there's, there's no division in our cities. I thank you, Lord, that this is the best city. This is a prosperous city. This is a flourishing city. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that the plan of God, hallelujah, it succeeds in this city. And we thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Lord. I just was, I was prompted as we're praying over, still praying over whether it's our city, over the nation. I just was drawn to Habakkuk chapter 2. And uh, all this is, is a vision that God is giving Habakkuk. And Habakkuk is pretty much upset and he's really ticked off at God. And he's saying, you know, why are the wicked prospering? And he's saying, he's pretty much pointing his finger in God's face. And he's and he's saying, you know, I'll, he goes, I will stand, I will stand upon the sides, and I, and I will declare. And he he's, you know, he's pretty much making it known. And then God shows up and tells him to write the vision and make it plain. And but he says this in verse four. Now, now I want you to see something because you're going to see two things here. You're going to see righteousness, and you're going to see pride. Pride is always doing things apart from God. And, and here it says, look at the proud, his soul is not straight or right within him. So if we have a nation that's ruling apart from God, then we have a nation that's operating in pride. 
when you take out Bible out of schools, it's, it's, it's you put yourself in a position of pride. When you when all of a sudden you start taking out and, and trying to put down the Constitution and think something that was founded by by men of God and founded based a lot of the things based on Scripture, then you start doing that and, and you want to overrule some of these things. Then you put yourself in a position of pride. And here it says, look at the proud. His soul is not straight or right within him. So we see that in leaders in our nation, right? It, 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 there's, it's not straight. Not, not, it's not. It's chaos, right? And then, it, but then it says this: the righteous man. Let me read it. Again. Look, look at the proud. His soul's not straight or right within him. But the just and the righteous man shall live by his faith and in his faithfulness. It goes on, and, and it and it says, I'm, I'm going to skip through here. It says, and it uses woe. Woe to him who piles up that which is not his. How long will he possess it? And woe to him who loads himself with promissory notes for usury. Verse 9 says, woe to him who obtains wicked gain for his own house, who thinks by so doing to set to set his uh, nest on high, that he may be preserved from calamity and delivered from the power of evil. Verse 12 says, Woe to him who builds a town with blood and establishes a city by iniquity. And it says this, and this is what God's saying. He says, Behold, it is not by my appointment of the Lord of hosts that the nations toil only to satisfy the fire that will consume their work. And the people weary themselves only for emptiness, falsality, and futility. You know, why, why, am I, why am I saying this? Well, one, I'm just prompted by the Lord to because what does this have to do with anything? Because we live in a society where they're trying to build up things apart from God. They're trying to, they're trying to, um, I mean, if you look at socialism, he who piles up that which is not his. Uh, I mean, woe to him who builds a town with blood and establishes a city by iniquity. Meaning, you're establishing things based on things that are apart from God's word. And God, but God says, that's not my plan. That, that, what you're seeing happen in your nation, Habakkuk, is not what I want to happen. It, he, and he says, it's not by my appointment of the Lord of hosts that the nations toil only to satisfy the fire... That will consume their work and the people weary themselves only for empty meaning. People are doing things that don't have a, a, a long-term life expectancy. They're just doing things that, that, don't real, that aren't eternal. But then it says this, but the time is coming. So God says, it's not my appointment that they do these things, but the time is coming when the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Amen. So it's not so what we're seeing in our nation and what we're seeing all around us in our world. That's not God's desire. That is just the that is that is what happens. You have to understand that this what we see in our in, in our world. That's not the wrath of God. God poured his wrath out on Jesus. So what we're seeing is the fruit and the outcome of people's lives without God. But God's saying it's it's not my it's not my my appointment. This is this is not my plan. But what is this plan? The plan is that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's his plan. Amen. That's his plan. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we align ourselves with this, this Old Testament prophecy, which I believe is for, for today. Isaiah saw the same thing. Isaiah, I preached about it yesterday. Isaiah saw the same thing. That the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Father, I thank you for knowledge. I thank you for the knowledge of the glory. The knowledge of the glory. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory. 
Thank you that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Thank you. We declare this prophecy. We declare that this prophecy must come to pass. I declare that this prophecy has to come to pass. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you that you are aligning things to see the fulfillment of this word. You are aligning things to, for, for the fulfillment of this word. You're aligning in, in people in positions and places for this word to be reality. I thank you that you're fueling the heart of pastors around the nation, around the world. I thank you that you're fueling those that are in places of leadership in government, that, that, that are anointed for government, that are graced for government, that are gifted in positions and places in the political sphere of influence. Lord, I, I thank you that the knowledge of the glory of the, of the Lord is filling the earth. Thank you, Father. Oh, we glorify you. We praise you. We praise you for the fulfillment of this. Thank you, Father. I thank you that foundations are shifting and shaking in this nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Foundations are shifting and shaking. I thank you, Lord, that, 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 that where people's eyes have been blinded to the knowledge of the truth. I thank you, Lord. I declare, Lord, that, that the blinders are removed. Blinders are removed. Thank you, Father, that, that, they, that, that you give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. That they would know the hope of his calling. They would know the exceeding greatness of his power. They would know the inheritance of the saints. Thank you, Father. Illumination. Thank you for illuminating hearts, illuminating hearts in the season. Hallelujah. Because this prophecy must be fulfilled. This must be fulfilled. Hallelujah. This must be fulfilled. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you that you send the rain in the time of the rain. As Zechariah prophesied, that you send the rain in the time of the rain. Thank you, Father. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost over over this 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 Habakkuk's prophecy that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Ibro salabota brandele kisiator rabaya brasetele bokusha brandele kino masse brandele kitiando brasele bo ratele de bonda rabaya. Brasele boca terrinde le ba, breche tele boco reba, brende le boco brande le kitiando, brostele boco rende le kitiando, zebreciator rabaya. Although we release our living water, breche tele boco rede de gitiando, zobrende de gitiando rogoto rabaya, or rende de de ishiando raboco sor rabaya. Oh, I thank you that rivers are coming. Coming together, I thank you that our rivers are coming together. Imbrosele bocore de 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 gitiando rabaya. All those rivers of living water that are on the downside, down on the inside of each one of us. Oh, Father, we bring our rivers together. Brondele bocore de 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 gitiando rogotor rabaya. Zembrende de 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 gitiando rogotor rabaya. Zebrende de de gitiando rogotor rabaya. Zebrestele bocore Oh, we release, we release our living water. We release our living water. Oh, 
Rogoto Redelekino, no Rabarro Koto Registi, Sebro Shelekitiando, Zabrandelekitiando Rogo, Serogoto Regeti Kitiando Rabai, Zoregeti Lekitiando Rogo Shoto Rabai, Enomosari Kitiando Rogo So Rabai. Zorogo retilidi digi ishotor rabai. O sarinde legiti andor rogo sor rabai. Zorogo tor rogo shokor rogo shokor rabai. O ramamamandor regeti kiti andre rabai. O redishti kia sor rabai. O zomomogo shondrande de 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 Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We align ourselves with the prophetic word, Father. We align ourselves with the prophetic word of Isaiah. Arise and shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. You see, this is, a, this is the prophecy called the dawn of Zion's glory. Well, Zion in the Old Testament, Zion is just a, is a Old Testament represent, it's the church. Zion represents the church. Arise and shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to that light. Or you could say, and the Gentiles shall come to the glory. The earth, if the, the, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as waters, waters cover the sea. And this is the glory. So, and the Gentiles shall come to the glory and kings to the brightness of, the, of thy rising. Gentiles shall come to the light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's pray, pray in the Holy Ghost over this prophetic word. Lord, we align ourselves with, with prophecy. We align ourselves with prophecy tonight. Hallelujah. Prophecy that is, 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 is being fulfilled. Not, not, it is being, I declare it's being fulfilled. It's being fulfilled. We live in the now. We're not putting, we're not putting things off for future generations. We, 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 we press into what you have for us today, what you have for the church today. And I, and I believe that you have risen upon the church. You have risen upon the church. I believe, I believe when you birthed it in Acts chapter one, Acts chapter two. And I thank you that that glory is becoming brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and Gentiles are coming to that light. And kings, those in authority, those that are in positions and places of leadership in our nation, I thank you. The glory of God is getting their attention. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Que lo bosa brande lekiti andor rabaya. O zongon de rende de 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 boko sor rabaya. Yeah, Paul said, take the word praying. Take the word praying. Yeah. So, Lord, we're taking the word and we're praying it. 
We're taking the word and we're praying it, Lord. We believe that this prophecy, this this dawn of Zion's glory is for now. Hallelujah. I want you to stand to your feet for a moment. I, um, the holy, the praying in another tongue, praying in the spirit. Proverbs says that the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord and it searches all the inward parts of the belly. It also says, I believe in Proverbs 20, it talks about how the, 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 that, that, uh, uh, it says the well, the spirit of man is like a well and it says a man of understanding draws it up. And so I want you to put your, put your hand right on your, on your, on your belly, so to speak. Cause see, we pray from here. We pray from here, not from here. And I, I just had this in my heart just to, you you know, you're like, well, well, I, I don't know what I'm praying in tongues. Well, I don't either. But I'll also, the thing, the thing is, is, you know, when I learned English, you know, uh, you know, there was mama and then there was dada, there was cat, there was dog. And, and then so as you grew and you got older, your vocabulary got greater. And so sometimes people settle for their prayer language of just what was coming out of their mouth when they got filled with the Spirit. But I believe that there's depths of, 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 of rivers on the inside of you that, that you, you have to, that you have to release things. And, and sometimes you can, you can kind of look at praying in tongues as just like a, a, oh, it's just this, this thing that I do. But no, you, you, you pray from here. We, we pray in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I might not know what I'm saying, but it doesn't mean I don't pray in confidence. I don't pray in faith. Hallelujah. I just, I just sense that it's time for some of you to, to draw out more things that God has placed on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Corinthians says, says he that, he that prays in another tongue prays, prays unto, uh, doesn't pray to men, but prays unto God. And it says, he that prays in another tongue, it says he prays mysteries. He prays mysteries. And Paul called those mysteries, he called it wisdom. He called it wisdom. So when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you're praying the wisdom of God. He goes on and he goes on in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And he said, it's the things that my eye hadn't seen, nor ear heard, nor entered into my heart. But they will be revealed by the Spirit. He goes on and he says that we compare, compare, compare spiritual things with spiritual language. So we draw on wisdom. We draw on the wisdom. Zigandolo koste sabristele na mokora etiliniando no sendeliki no mosebra de kiso saitolonde shteklena aselama mesitolonde rika esebro steklene sarondeliki labro nanekinde no zabrande niniando asendeliki isi o sorende yatolo sorone o sel 
O rende liki indo so el zende liki isia o sora oh so let the church rise into its place of glory let the church rise into its rightful habitation let the church rise in its strength let the church rise in, into its level of influence and its level of authority let the church come up to the level to the level to the level where you're seated live from that place in that seated place in that seated position where you are in heavenly places Hallelujah. Now you see when I made you, I'm just doing a little bit of teaching here. You see when I made you conscious of where you pray from. And may and, and what you you could sense a different atmosphere in the in the building, right? You 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 saw you saw the presence of God was elevated. There was a strength that was elevated. There was an authority that was elevated. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In verse 4 of Isaiah 60 says, Lift up thine eyes round about and see. All they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy son shall come from afar, and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. Now, what is it talking? It's talking about the, the Zion. And it, what is it saying? It talks about sons will come from afar and daughters will be nursed at thy side. So so what's going to happen as the church rises, you're going to have men and women coming together. Now, we already know that it says the Gentiles will come to the light. But what you're going to happen now, they've come to the light. That that talks about that talks about people coming to know God, but now this next verse, lift up verse 4 says lift up your eyes round about and see. All they gather themselves together they come to thee, thy son shall come, and the daughter shall be nursed at thy side. So what's happening here is now those that have come because of the light, now they're coming for service. See, you had the first group, they were, they were coming to the light, the Gentiles were coming to the light, but now you've got sons and daughters. See, Gentiles aren't, weren't, weren't considered sons. They weren't a covenant people. We're sons and daughters because of covenant. So now, now that people are in this covenant, now they're coming together and they're going to be nursed on that side. Then it says, then you shall see and you'll flow together. And thine heart shall fear and be enlarged because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee and the forces of the Gentiles shall come to thee. So now we see these sons and daughters coming together. Then what's going to happen? They're flowing together. Their hearts shall fear, meaning, meaning they're, 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 they honor God. God is first place. And they're being enlarged. Why? They're being enlarged because of the abundance of the sea. Anytime you see sea, most of the time in the Old Testament it's referring to people. So this isn't just talking about a body of water, but it, it is, and prophetically it's speaking of people. So that these sons and daughters, they'll come together, they'll flow together, their hearts shall fear, they'll be enlarged. Why, why will they be enlarged? Because the abundance of sea, the sea shall be converted. So get this, Gentiles are coming to the light, now they're sons and daughters, they're coming together, they're flowing together, and as they're flowing together, the sea of people will be converted. Do, do you see that? And then it says, and it, then it talks about, then it talks about the, it says this, it says the, um, the forces, the forces, <laughs> the forces of the Gentiles, that is wealth. The forces of the Gentiles are the wealth. It's finances, <laughs> it's resources. So get a picture. This is, this is what last day's revival looks like. So not only just the sea be converted, but the Gentiles are now funding it all. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So let's let's pray now. So we're, we're going to pray over now. Hallelujah. Eric, come on up. I want Eric to pray over sons and daughters taking their place. Hallelujah. Put them on the spot. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Father, that these sons and daughters that are coming from afar, Father, Lord, we call them home in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we we dispatch angels that will minister to them. And, Lord, that will also, uh, we, we ask for laborers where they're at that will minister your word and plant the seed of the word of God. And, Lord, that word will burn in their hearts like a fire. Lord, that will not, that, that fire will consume the things, Lord, that, is, that have drawn them away, Lord, and that fire will draw them in. And we say to you, come home in Jesus' name. Come home in the name of Jesus. You will no longer be deceived by the enemy. And we say that these blinders will come off like scales from your eyes in Jesus name. That you'll know the truth. You'll decipher between the truth and what's a lie. And things will be clear in Jesus name. And we thank you for it, Father. Lord, we, we thank you, Lord, that they will see the lies of the enemy, that they'll see his deception, Lord, and they'll not be able to deny it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Nikki. Hallelujah. After that, it said, and they, and they would flow together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. They'd flow together. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Father. I want you to pray over the unity within the church and then unity within this church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. According to your word, you give your church ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to understand. Father, I thank you that all the people called by your name would humble themselves, Father, and seek your face. Father, every church on this planet, every believer, Father, humbling themselves to hear your voice clearly. Father, when we hear your voice clearly, we will all be in one accord. Father, that's what we pray over the church. Father, one accord, one voice that we'd all hear the voice. Father, one voice, one understanding, one knowledge to know him. Father, as pastor taught on Sunday, Father, that we would hear your voice, that we would give entrance to your word, which gives light. Father, that light would come into your church like it's never been before. Father, knowledge of you like we've never had before. Father, understanding, Father, to the deepest parts of you, Father, of what you want in this time right now, in Jesus' name. Father, every church, every church, Father, coming into one accord to do your will in the earth that heaven may come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you, Lord, as you lead the leaders of these churches, Father, they hear your voice clearly. And I thank you, Lord, that we would rise up, Father, that you would set us up on our feet, Father, to submit to our leaders, to follow them, to do as they're calling us to do, Father that we would truly be in one accord, Father, <laughs> and you would make us dangerous. Father, I pray for great floods out of your church.
Father. Great floods of light. As we get light, we are light. Father, I thank you that you send us out into the darkness to disperse it. In Jesus' name. Father, light into every area of this world. Father, every area of business, we declare light. Father, light your people, bringing light to business and education and government. Father, and finance, banking and finance, Father, in the name, health and recreation, Father, all those areas, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they'd be your church, your church with your voice, the word of your power, Father, the word of your power on our lips and in our mouth, Father, that our words would carry power. Mm. Thank you, Lord, your voice, Father, let us give it preeminence. In everything we do, Father. All over this globe, Father. One church, one spirit, one God. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. (laughs) Have your way. Let your people be one as you are one. We repeat Jesus' prayer. Let us be one as you and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one. Let us be one with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, this church, we humble ourselves right now. Father, have your way. Father, clean minds and clean hearts that you would be our greatest desire. Father, clean us and clear us of any thought that's wrong. Anything in our hearts that shouldn't be there. Father, any bad teaching that was sown, Father, we just ask you to root it out. Pull it up. And Father, plant your word, your thoughts, your ideas, your strategies, and your word that's alive and powerful. That delivers life. Let your church be full of life. Jesus' name. Father, I pray that each person in here tonight hears your voice clearly. Father, in areas they're seeking your face right now, Father, I thank you that you speak to us. You said that we can, ask, you, we can have what we ask when we pray. Well, Father, we're praying. <laughs> so we're asking for wisdom. Wisdom in every area where we're wondering. Wisdom, Father, in every area where where doubt has creeped in or fear, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray you clear that out right now in Jesus' name and replace it with your word, Father. Holy Spirit, bring that word to our remembrance. Speak to your church. Spirit, speak. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nikki, she went in and she she spoke part of it. But in this Jesus' prayer, we talked about Habakkuk's prophecies. We talked about Isaiah's prophecies. and But Jesus prophesied. He declared. He prayed. And he said, neither I pray for these alone. So it wasn't just his disciples. Neither I pray for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Any every person that would believe because of what was written down for us to read, he's praying for. And what is the prayer? That they all may be one, as thou Father art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Now listen to this, verse 22. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Wow. And the glory which thou gave me, I have given them. Now, now what's the glory for? Because so it says, so, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them that. So the word that there 
is telling us on why he gave us the glory. That they may be one even as we are. So the glory isn't just about just seeing power or seeing signs and wonders and miracles. But just as much of a miracle as blind eyes opening is a miracle for people to be in unity. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't anything Jesus asked that he didn't receive. He asked for Lazarus to be raised from the dead, and he was raised from the dead. He asked for, yeah, water, yeah, all of it, all those miracles. And here he asked God that we would be one. So Jesus is getting what he asked for. Amen. Amen. Woo. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, and the glory which you gave me, I've given them that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one. So, what's the purpose? That the world may know that thou hast sent me and has loved them as thou hast loved me. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you for unity and we thank you for love. We thank you, Father. That the love of God is the is the very essence of who you are, Father. So if we say glory, we're also saying love. If we say power, we're also saying love. If we say goodness, we're also saying love. If we say presence, we're also saying love. So thank you, Father. So the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. I thank you for the love of God. Unity of heart. To rise. In Jesus name. Outside looking in, I thank you that we are on the inside. Just start to just thank him and praise him. Oh, Father, we thank you.
for this one. Does anybody have anything, just real quick? You know that you know that you know that you have something. Let me give you that opportunity. believe we accomplished exactly what we needed to accomplish tonight and his presence is always sweet and it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger I encourage you to pray over uh, pray for Annette and I pray over me for you know throughout this week for Sunday morning and I believe we'll have a divine appointment Sunday morning amen one thing I forgot to do yesterday was tell everyone happy Thanksgiving. I was just like, oh, it is Thanksgiving this week. I got so just busy. Just, but I just want to tell you how, how thankful Annette and I are for each one of you. And um, appreciate you all for every week coming out and, and giving your supply. Amen. So have a happy Thanksgiving and don't forget, go give him Jesus.